Real Talk with Chuck and Pam. Here we are. We are. You know, we haven't done this in a while. And, we've been uh, busy, we've been, man. Yes, we've been incredibly, incredibly busy. Uh, so much stuff. I don't even know what to talk about. So I much know. thing is happening. We, we're getting somewhat back to normal. Uh, Netflix flew us out to Los Angeles a couple weekends ago. and Along piggy- with Focus Features. I was saying, piggybacked on an event with Focus Features. And in between, we squeezed in a screening at Warner Brothers Studio. Uh, it was the very definition of a whirlwind weekend. Wasn't it, though? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But it was wonderful because, A, it felt like we are going back to normal again. And, B, we did all the things that we really love. You got to run four miles of intervals. See all the things that you really mm-hmm. love to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, but, you know, there was the incentive of a good breakfast afterwards. And that's, you know, that's what I really love to yeah. do. Yeah, the Georgian Hotel has an extraordinary breakfast, and we, we partook. In Santa Monica, yep. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But, you know, that when I think of our trip, I don't think of running the intervals. I mean, that's not the thing that comes <laughs> that. to I mind. That. So. <laughs> not that it was awful, but, you know, it's it's not up there with, you know, uh, seeing Power of the Dog uh, and having a great press conference with uh, Jane Campion, Benedict Cumberbatch, and the cast of that. That was an incredible one. It really was. And it, as serious and as intense of a movie as that is, it was a rather lighthearted and fun panel discussion from yeah. all of these people. Yeah, I think we're going to post some stuff from that when it gets closer to when that film's released, which I think is in about two weeks is on it? Netflix. Okay. I think it's in theaters now or starting uh, this week, but of course, uh, that's very limited. We, can, we, we saw we, Belfast. And we saw Belfast. For Focus, Focus Features. Features. Sorry, yes. Warner Brothers was King Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, so confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not had enough caffeine today either. So I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, King Richard is opening, and that's one of the movies that we're going to be reviewing on air, and we have I have mine in the paper this week. How about you? Uh, yes, they published mine as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and you know, it's. I have to say, this film surprised me. Um, Why? You've been surprised well, a lot. That's a word that you've used twice in the last twelve hours with me. Uh, well, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've been starved for quality product. Okay. You know, and um, who knows? Maybe when I watch this. And I think the other film, what, Tick, Tick, Boom, Mm -hmm. surprised me. If I watch these again, maybe I won't like them as much. Who knows? Uh, But um, I think it's just, you know, been been starved for that kind of stuff. And King Richard surprised me because it's not really about sports. I mean, they're pitching it that way, and there certainly are sports uh, cliches at play, but it's, but it's about much more than that. It's about family, and I, I think that's what surprised me and why I liked it so much. Yeah, and, and the thing that surprised me about it is the fact that it's about Serena and Venus, Venus Williams and their father and how his strength, determination, and apparent clairvoyance. And a, bit, a, little, a little bit of insanity. <laughs> just a smidge, yeah. just a smidge or two, um, brought them to where they are today. I mean, the, these two women are the world's greatest tennis players that ever lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and to watch that they grew up in Compton. And I had no idea that they grew up in Compton. Yeah, did I. I didn't know it was a rags-to-riches story. And really, it's not just a monetary rags-to-riches story. It's actually um, they were a very rich family in love and mm-hmm. loyalty and faith that, that kept this family together amidst gang-ridden environment and, mm-hmm. and a lot of really dangerous situations. But they rose above that 
and thrived. And why? Because of the insanity and the determination and, and perseverance of their father, Richard Williams. And their mother, too. And their mother, yep. And, and okay. she takes a back seat in this story, but she is the backbone of the story. She, she does, but uh, boy, uh, she has uh, her moments. And you can tell that she makes it very clear that this wouldn't happen if I weren't here to. Yep. You know, and, and that's that's the truth. Um, it's a team effort. Completely. You know, you know and, and I made in my notes, you know, you know, these are the true superheroes. Uh, th- this is Parenting 101 on display. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes take that for granted. It's overlooked. But, I mean, you t- talk about the power of positive th- thinking, positive reinforcement from a young age, and absolute sincerity in delivering the message that to your children that you're capable of anything. Right. We forget about that, and and you know that's that's really I think the message of the film. You know that believing in your kids that that's all you really need to do and love them and and who knows what they're capable of. Well, there was something I think it was in this movie that they talked about. Um, not they they never felt like the dad was going to bite them. They always felt that they were safe there. What was that? That the was movie? that that was at the press conference. Okay. Uh, Will Smith was talking about oh, that's right. watching that uh, film clip that they recreated of the news conference, yeah. and said that he felt that the girls felt comfortable because knew that dad was the lion and was going to protect them. Right. Would do all the biting for them. Right. But they would never have to be worried Worry about, about being, being bitten, bitten by him. Yeah. Which is, I think, there are so many parents out there that, you know, you lash out at their children. Well, Will Smith said that as well at the mm-hmm. press conference, that, you know, he had gotten bitten as well. Yeah. And, uh, doesn't mean they don't love you. Right. Uh, but, you know, have a bad day and, you know, parents, there's, there's a lot of pressure on being a parent. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's the toughest job you, you can have. The other aspect that I loved about the film is the fact that it was, it was funny. Oh, and, it was everything, yeah. And it was, and it was well-balanced, but there was always that dramatic element that was there, and the it was a beautiful narrative arc. It had everything. Mm-hmm. It had exactly, in my mind, what is going to really appeal to everyone to see this movie. It is truly a family film, mm-hmm. and, and I don't mean that in a Disney, oh, oh happy, Although Disney happy, is in it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, not in a, it, it, it's a much more sincere, heartwarming yeah. family film. Uh, and Warner Brothers is, is not being stupid about uh, releasing this for the Thanksgiving holiday. Right, this is right. very smart. And this is a movie we're going to hear a lot about. Yeah. Uh, you know, Smith is a lock on a nomination. He may even win the whole thing. Could be. Uh, Could he's be. fantastic in the film. Something that I think a danger of doing a biopic that takes place when the people are still alive yes. is the fact that it can be kind of smarmy or kind of you know, cheeky, kitschy, and unbelievable, mm-hmm. rose-colored glasses kind of thing. This doesn't. This shows the warts of the family, and we all have them, you know? And, and things are, I think that's what makes it feel so real and connects us to this family, whether or not we ha- are like them in some ways or lots of ways or maybe just a little bit. It connects us yeah. to them. Yeah, and you're right. I, I admired the film for yeah. showing us everything that they did. Especially yeah. because Venus and Serena were executive producers right. on that, so they and knew. they were on set. Yeah. yeah. So that would be, yeah. that, to me, that would be difficult to show my parents' foibles along the way when I was growing up or my own insecurities and the things that I was thinking or mm-hmm. doing. So that's, I think that took a lot of courage. Yeah, kudos to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one to make sure you go out and see yes, it in definitely. theaters. It's uh, on the 19th. That's tomorrow. It's also streaming on HBO Max. 
I'd rather see this on the big Me screen. Too. Yeah. I really would. I mean, just just the you, you said Any it's movie not a I'd sport rather movie. See on the big screen. Yeah, some it doesn't matter. This one it brings you into those matches, and you are on the line, and you are calling those shots. That was in. That was out. Well, there's it was that, fun. but also you know you know when you see a good movie, and you feel that that unity of the audience. Yeah. You know that you're all enjoying it. You know you're all kind of leaning forward. Everyone's reacting to the same stuff. I mean, there, there, there's something to me. That's the movie-going experience. It is. It is. And I saw this movie twice, mm -hmm. both in the theater, and I loved it each time. And that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And speaking about, we had a different experience with seeing Tick, Tick, Boom. You watched it at home. Mm -hmm. And I was able, Netflix was kind enough to have my hometown theater of the Meadowview in Kankakee, Illinois, have one of their uh, theaters open up so that I could bring three friends with Aren't me. Aren't you special? How do you rate? I don't know. I'm just, I am so special. <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. Um, to see Tick, Tick, Boom. And I brought three people with me who are not lovers of musicals. So that was kind of a dangerous gamble, but they came with me and they ended up loving it. We had a lot of fun. And I wonder, you, you said that it felt clunky. Tell me, tell me more about that. No, I thought my, my review was clunky. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, oh no. Not the film. No, okay. my written review I felt was a little clunky. No, I, I, I thought it was a little <laughs> long. I mean, I think you and I both said, but you yeah. disagree with me on this one, that there's always a song or two in a musical that could be thrown out. That's not the it. one that can be thrown out, though. That is pivotal. That, uh, that like, takes him over. He finds the it takes, song. It takes too long. Oh, it just takes it too was long. beautifully done in the swimming pool. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm with your friends. I'm not a fan of musicals. So for me to like one, that's really something. Yeah. Uh, and I just like how they... I did some research on this, and apparently this started out as a musical monologue, he called it. And the guy's name is Jonathan Larson. This is the guy who wrote Rent. Uh, and did not live, tragically, to see the success of Rent. And that's part of what this film is about, this whole finding that will to succeed, uh, believing in that dream that only you can see, and wrestling with everyday concerns. Yeah, I'm going to devote my life to writing a musical, but God, I got bills to pay. I'm not working. Uh, my girlfriend may leave me because I'm kind of a bum. You know, all these things that he wrestles with. And I've always liked Andrew Garfield, but here he really impressed me in this Oh, role. my God, doesn't he, though? I mean, he I didn't, can do it all. I didn't realize he could sing, he could dance, yeah. he could... I mean, this guy, I guess I should have seen the dancing coming. I mean, he was Spider-Man, for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, and that, to me, sells this film. A lot of times musicals are just so fluffy and whatever, but you get to know this Larson guy, you see his struggles, you empathize with him, so that I was invested in him, oh my gosh, then yeah. the songs and everything meant more to me. Right, it accentuated it, and they, they used the, we flashed back in time to get to know who he was and right. where he was. And then we have the dramatic element of their, you know, acting. The actors are acting out the scenes. And then we have songs. But it's not so much you break out into song kind of thing like a lot of musicals do. Some. But then we see how a musical is pitched for Broadway. Mm -hmm. I had no idea the expense and, and the, the difficulties of the logistics. And the of, tryouts of the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea either. That, that was, was fascinating. And it was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Vanessa. Hudgens in this is She really impresses me. Whoa. I didn't realize. I mean, I, you know, I, I was way too old for High School Musical. Right. I didn't, I didn't realize. I didn't know that one either. Yeah, and I didn't realize, <laughs> you know, she really, she, she brings it. She's got oh, the voice. She, really she can does. dance. I mean, yeah, she's, she's really good. He can do it all. My God, he is 
so passionate in this role and he physically looks like the real Jonathan Larson too, which was great casting. And if you know Broadway, there's a, there's a neat moment about halfway through uh, a number that takes place at a diner and Miranda pulls in a lot of Broadway legends. You don't realize yeah, they're yeah. there yet. Yeah. But then the whole, the, the whole sequence opens up and they pop up and there's Joel Grey yeah. and there's Cheetah Rivera and there's Debbie Allen and there's Bernadette Peters. Oh, I miss Debbie Allen. Uh, yeah, I mean, so, they, so that was really cool to see all of that. Them yeah. doing this one number halfway through. That, and that's that a real cool. diner. It's no longer there, but that is a real diner that was I in New York. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, so that's on Netflix now. Tick, tick, boom. Is it now? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. uh, a, a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Very good. Now, we have a couple of others. Um, Ghostbusters The Afterlife came out this, is coming out this weekend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, if you loved Ghostbusters, you could see it and have a little bit of fun with it. Um, it's really meant for the newbies and for those who love Ghostbusters. There's lots of, as Jason Reitman said, Easter eggs to find along the way. Um, no great shakes, nothing new, lots of familiar faces, great cameos. J.K. Simmons, our original Ghostbusters and some other people, um, has the two main characters, McKenna Grace and... Finn Whitlock. Finn Whitlock. Just From The Stranger don't, Things. Don't get that one. Um, so they're in it. I think that's for the teeny bopper appeal. And Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd. He's fun. People's sexiest man of the year, you know. I know. It's, it's the green eyes. <laughs> um, he's good in it. He's fun. Um, it's, it's entertaining. It's no great shakes. I personally wouldn't go to see it. Um, but if you feel like something to do that you loved Ghostbusters, go ahead and go. I think I gave it two and a half stars. Good enough. I'll get to it this weekend. Yeah. Um, also, Julia, if you are a Julia Child, can you do a Julia Child impersonation? What do you mean, Pam? <laughs> the lamb is going, let me, let me have a drink. <laughs> Just stir it in. Not too quickly now. Yeah. If you remember Julia Child from back in the, I believe, 1960s is when she hit the airwaves yeah. and TV. Um, she was really a renegade. She paved the road for what we know today for all the cooking shows that are on TV. Mm -hmm. Had it not been for her, we may not have that, for good or for bad. Um, but her life is quite an interesting one. And filmmakers Betsy West and Julie Cohen, um, they gave us RBG from a couple of years ago. Masterful storytellers, and they give us a beautiful story about yet another woman who is quite the entrepreneur and paved the way for women. It's, and it's a documentary. It is a documentary. They use great footage. Um, we do see a little bit of the Saturday Night Live skit. If you're I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say. If you don't know Julia Child, you need to go to YouTube. Dan Aykroyd as Julia Child. Look it up. <laughs> And get ready. And there's blood spurting everywhere. That one's Don't hilarious. Give it away. <laughs> it's a fun one. So so check that out. Um, I guess that's it for this week. We had Clifford last week, The Feast, Belfast, Passing, Spencer, Electrical Life is Bluey Wayne, which I really enjoyed. I really um, loved Belfast. I did too. Did we talk about that? We did not. I, I, really... I think I think we should talk about that one closer because that's going to get Oscar buzz. I okay. think that's going to be part of our Oscar cover. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be, be there. Uh, if not, then there's something drastically wrong. But I think it's, at this point, the front runner. Yeah. Do you really? Well, because it's gotten so many accolades on uh, the film festival circuit. Okay. Uh, many awards already. They've been very smart about getting ahead of the curve. Okay. As far as the other films are concerned, so 
It's the one to beat at this moment, but you know how these things shift. Yes, uh, I have no clue. I'm yeah. always wrong. Whoever I vote for, just hope that I don't vote for you because in the Critics' Choice, as well as the Chicago uh, Film Critics Association. As well as the, uh, you know, the contest between you and I. Yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Whoever I vote for never wins, so I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, by the way, mm -hmm. when you lose this year, I already got your next thing lined up, by the way. I'm not losing this year. Okay. This right. year, this year, I'm not going to vote for the people, or, or I guess it's not voting because we don't vote in the academy. No, no, but. Um, but my choices are going to reflect what I think those old white men are going to vote for. Do you know what your best move would be? Copy yours. Not to agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, I have to win. I've lost three years in a row. I have to win Has it one. Been three or four? No, it's been three. Three. You're over three. Three. I remember all the well, nasty foods I've eaten. Oh my god, the last year's one. That was the kicker. Oh, it's gonna get better. It can't. It can't get better. Oh yeah, that. I can. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Okay. Well, there you have it. Yeah, it's coming up probably in March, gang. So just stay tuned. There you go. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. And check out our website because we do have interviews that are going to be uh, showing for King Richard. You can see clips of Will Smith. And you can see my interview with the two girls that played uh, Venus and Serena. Their names are Sania Sidney and Demi Singleton. Um, God, we have other, we have tons of interviews. So just check out our Facebook page and our website. Yep. We'll be there, and I, you are too.